0: You can reach us at proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center code. Well, hello, everyone. It's great to be back with you. I took a little bit of time off. a little bit of summer vacation, but I am back and uh, hope that you never left. Hopefully you took some time and listened to some of the other podcasts that we have. And um, if this is your first one, welcome. If it's not your first one and you've listened to many of the others, love to get your feedback. You can reach me at mtamer at com and would love to hear from you. So today I thought we would talk a little bit about trust what a, what a great word and what a impactful word in the business environment in them. So let me just tell you some things I don't trust. I don't trust menus with pictures on them, never have, never will. Um, in this COVID era, we've now got menus that we throw away, which means there's less pictures, but just have never trust menus with pictures on them. I don't trust gas station food of any kind, um, never have. Every once in a while, you run into these places that have gas stations that have restaurants inside the gas stations. I don't know, just not buying any food in gas stations, Um, just not something I trust. And uh, finally, ironically, uh, buffets. I've just never been a big believer in the buffet. Always wondered who would touched the food before or who might have sneezed on the food afterwards. Uh, Certainly in today's world, I'm not sure buffets are ever coming back again. So perhaps that'll be one less thing I have to declare as being untrustworthy because, well, they may not be around anymore. So the other thing is if you've never played this game in your contact center, it's something you ought to do. And if you want to start with it, just play it with the supervisors. And the game is called Two Truths and a Lie. What happens is, is somebody gives you two truths and one lie and you have to figure out which one is the lie. It's a great way to, uh, get to know some of the folks around you, uh, gives everybody an opportunity to talk about some cool stuff that they've done. And then of course it gives them an opportunity to fool you as well. And just gets you, allows you to see just how perceptive you might be. So anyway, here goes. Here's my two truths and a lie. Two of these statements are true. One is a lie. Okay. First off, I have jumped out of an airplane. Second, I met Jacqueline Onassis, John Kennedy Jr., and Caroline Kennedy. Or three, I did the shark cage in South Africa. So, two of those are true, one of those is a lie. I will not give you the answer until the end of this program, but I will give it to you then. You know, it never ceases to amaze just how large a role trust plays in an organization. I've written about it in the blog, and I've also talked about it a little bit on these podcasts. But you really can never talk about trust enough. And it's one of those things that whenever you're discussing business, everything always seems to come back to this subject of trust. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about about trust of your vendors, trust of um, people that are outside the organization. And of course, obviously, we're also talking about the people inside the organization. And I'm not even discussing the impact of trust on the conversations that occur between your frontline employees and your customers, just what a critical role trust plays in your customers having confidence that you're going to solve their problem, and your frontline rep is going to solve their problem in a fast, effective, and great manner. So we're just going to leave that to the side for now. My question to you is: Who do you trust in your organization? Who don't you trust? Um, for those that you don't trust, hopefully you're already taking some sort of action. Um, but for those you do, maybe it's time you checked and verified your perception of that trust. Most of our discussions um, have been built around having great employee relationships. When you, when you build them, your company excels. W- one of the ways that you build a great company is to verify on a consistent basis that everyone is rowing in the same direction that you are. But where do we start? Well, let's start with what's most important. Are you trustworthy? Are you somebody that's trustworthy organization? Are you somebody that other people trust? Does your leader or your boss ask you to do other things? right? When you're asked to do them, do you do them? Are are you a gossip, right? Are, are, are you someone that other people trust? Because I can't even have a discussion with you about trust unless you look at yourself and decide whether you're trustworthy or whether you have your reputation of being trustworthy. So one of the ways that you are not trustworthy is if you're a gossip, and you've heard me say this before, don't be a gossip. But just some examples of some things that will help you to be trustworthy, right? So you've heard me say this before, what my boss finds interesting, I find fascinating, right? Write down and document the things that you're asked to do, do them, do them well. Obviously, don't be a gossip. And when you don't do those things, and when you when you are someone that you can count on, when someone that your boss in particular can count on, only good things can happen from that. Certainly, raises and promotions and just simply keeping your job or things that, that certainly work out, right? So the second thing, do you trust your peers, right? Make a list. Know the ones you can and can't trust. And this is really important because we talk often about the fact that we want you to communicate with your peers, right? We don't want you talking down. If there's something going on in the organization, we certainly don't want you to be a gossip, but if you have to have a conversation about it, you don't want to be having a conversation down. You want to have your conversations equal Or up, right? So you talk to your peers, don't talk to the people that work for you, or you talk to your boss. So the first thing is, do you trust your peers, right? Are are these the kind of people that are helping you along? I mean, obviously, there's always competition that occurs in every organization. That's okay. That's great. It's not a problem to be competitive. It's not a problem to be known as someone who's competitive, but you also have to be known as a team player. Because if you're not known as a team player, then people don't trust you, right? So then what about your boss? Do you trust your boss? right? So we've talked about this before as well, right? So how do I have a trustworthy boss or how do I, how do I be a trustworthy boss, right? Well, first thing is that you have your employee's best interest in mind, right? If your employees or your boss, if you have the best interest in mind of your employees, or your boss has your best interest in mind, you just intuitively know it. And that, of course, builds and breeds trust. But you know what? Trust is something that you have to verify, right? It's, it's something that you can trust, but you always should be verifying it, right? So with your boss, your effort and success, it'll get you noticed, right? So so extra effort, the one that does a little bit more is the kind of stuff that builds trust uh, in you and obviously allows your boss to, to build trust in you as well. So stay within the boundaries of your organization, right? So, so if you have a boss that perhaps is untrustworthy or you're not sure whether you trust them or not, you know what? It it is what it is. And there's not probably not a lot you're going to do about it. So you just have to stay within the boundaries of what it is that you do within your organization. You may not like all the rules, but you can certainly play by them until you're in charge or you're an influencer, and then maybe you can change them. And so in in dealing with your boss, always bring a solution, always bring an idea, a way to get better. Don't bring a problem without a solution um, or try with some sort of examples of ways to find one. And if you do that, you know, sometimes trust of your boss comes from the fact that you don't trust your boss because you don't think he or she trusts you. When the reality is they may actually trust you. It may just be the way that they're communicating. So the way that you figure whether your boss trusts you or not is whether they give you things to do, um, whether they're, they're telling you the things that they're telling you are true, right? And then the other thing is, is that, you know, sometimes if you're untrustworthy, your boss doesn't trust you. So become a trustworthy person and you'll be shocked what percentage of time your boss then becomes to, he or she comes to trust you as well. So with that, let's go and, and turn towards your employees. Do your trust your employees. I want you to sit down and I want you to go back over them one by one. I don't know whether your ratio is one to 12 or one to 15, or maybe it's one to 20 or one to 25, but just go back over them, write their names down, right? One by one. Tell me with your 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 gut feel on just kind of real and actionable data, whether you trust them or not. And let's walk through some of the types of trust that you might measure with them. So the first one might be presence, right? Will they be there? Is this the kind of employee that you can trust that, um, you know, whether it's weather, high traffic, Mondays, You know, uh, always six, will they be there? So one of the trust factors that you can have is simply on their presence. Can I trust that George or Sally or Fred or Josephine is going to show up? Are they going to actually be in their seats? That's one of the ways that you measure the trust of your employees. The second way that you measure is extra effort. Right. Um, usually your roses are the kind of people that fit into this extra effort category. There's a, they're the kind that are willing to do an extra shift. They're willing to m- mentor. They're maybe willing to take on escalation. They may be willing to take on some sort of projects. So are these the p- kind of people that you can trust for extra effort or is this employee someone that's kind of a bare minimum? Now, obviously, you're going to have to work with all different types of employees and different trust levels. I'm just trying to help you to get an assessment of them to look at them. So we can have a trust on their presence. We can have a trust on their extra effort. They're willing to do effort. The third area that we can make an assessment from a trust standpoint is on their attitude, right? What's their attitude like? Is this an attitude that I can trust? Again, they're the kind of person that spreads gossip. Um, Do they communicate fairly? Are they kind of the ringleader? when you're working with working with someone are they are they the people that are most likely to be the ones that get together the group that creates the one bad apple does spoil the whole bunch through? And so then the final area of trust that you would measure someone on would be ethical. You know, is this somebody that I can trust? Are they ethical? right? Is this someone that's going to cheat? Is this someone that's going to backbite? Is this someone that i, I we have some sort of a risk associated with the kind of things that they might communicate to the customer? and 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 say what we would do associated with them. And and so one of the things that w- that I asked you to write them down is this is something you kind of have to do on a regular basis, right? Because someone that I might've trust originally, I may not be able to trust later on. And so it's always good to do some sort of an assessment on a regular basis and, and let's face it, that on a day-to-day in and day-out basis, you need help to get your job done. Despite the fact that you're the leader of this group, whatever the size of the group is that you have, can't get it done without the people that work for you. And so knowing who the people are that you can trust and having a trustworthy group of people is really, really important to your success. So I I do wanna talk about one deal breaker in the trust factor, and uh, this may be personal, but I think it's something that you just kinda have to deal with and you have to know, and the the deal breaker breaker is lying. If an employee has lied to you on one thing, odds are pretty good they're gonna do it again or they have in the past lying is really a deal breaker. Recently, we did some work for a client um, with a particular uh, focus on improving performance significantly. I mean, they wanted to make a serious jump in their performance in one of the areas of their business. As the client moved through the process, they came to find out that the workers, um, the people on who he trusted were simply not doing what they were supposed to be doing. That in itself would have been troubling. However, even worse was they were lying about what they were doing. So the leader was taking the time and energy to follow up with the employees, ask for updates, encourage changes and actions. The problem was that the employees were flat out lying about what they'd been doing. You can imagine the impact that this had, right? It brought into question the performance of the employee. It brought into question not only this one issue, but every other issue that this employee said they had completed, accomplished, or were planning to do. The lies impacted other departments. It now required a whole new layer of auditing to verify work had actually been done, and it drives you immediately to revalidate anyone else that's li- that may be lying to you as well. No manager can spend all of their time verifying and validating every move an employee makes. I mean, yes, obviously you need to be measuring and monitoring, it goes without question. You can't watch everyone. Some you have to trust more than otherwise. Otherwise, you spend all your time watching and never using your leadership to actually move people forward. This recognition just completely rocked this manager's world. Not because they were unable to make decisions and change. They moved really quickly. What rocked their world was that it made them question virtually everything that had been said and reported to them. Was any of it true? Could they ever trust this employee again? It was like entering a different reality. And it's all you have to do is compare this to some personal relationship or some personal issue that you've had where somebody lied to you and just how it rocked your world. And of course, obviously, the closer that person is to you, that lie just has multiple ramifications and it runs through so many different things. And it makes you question earlier statements and, of course, future promises as well. And trust has that same issue inside an organization, and it's why lying is is just one of those things that's very, very, very hard to come back from. So trust is something that we all know, we all all take for granted, and we all trust on a daily basis, right? You know, we get into our cars, we trust that our cars are going to move. We do trust the people that are on the other side of the road. And then when we go into work, we trust that people are doing the things that they say that they're doing, but it never hurts to trust and verify. It never hurts to go back and reassess on a regular basis who you can trust and who you can't trust. And the ones that you can't trust, you can take a little closer look and begin to see if you can figure out what the issues are. And of course, whether you're trustworthy and whether you're the kind of person that trusts, that can be trusted as well. And I promise you that if you're someone that's trustworthy, then you're going to go places and you're going to make things happen. So those are some of the things that I want you to think about this week right? You know, take a look at your employees, see whether you can trust them or not. Um, Check them on presence, on extra effort, on attitude, and on their ethics, very simply lying. And then the question is, are you trustworthy? Are you the kind of person that is not a gossip that your peers can trust? And if you do that and make that kind of an assessment, I think you'll be a better leader and a better manager. And that's what I wanted to tell you today. Uh, One more thing, two truths and a lie. The lie was that I did the shark cage in South Africa. I actually signed up, just never got into the shark cage because they canceled it. But I have jumped out of an airplane, never going to do it again, dumbest decision of my life, but I did it. And believe it or not, I actually met Jackie Onassis, John Kennedy Jr. and Caroline Kennedy at my buddy's um, wedding. We were in Providence, Rhode Island. We were going up to his reception on the 10th floor or whatever it was. And the elevator doors opened up and there were the three of them standing there right in front of us. And so my buddy and I got in the um, elevator and we talked to him on the way up. And uh, that was kind of cool. So those are the most famous people I've ever met in my life as well. So listen, enjoy your day. It's great to be back. Look forward to talking to you soon and uh, go be a great leader. I know you're fully capable. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.